0: listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
1: Good morning and welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're glad you stayed with us. We're excited to be with you. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by...
0: Yeah, John Clark. Thanks Thanks for listening today.
1: Yeah, we're excited to be with you. As I mentioned, we just finished up a great conversation with Father Seth Goglin on intercessory prayer and the power of prayer if you did miss that the podcast will be available later today at realpresenceradio.com you can visit there you can submit a prayer intention how about that for intercessory prayer right and uh, you can nominate your favorite priest for donuts with the honor our fathers there's a lot of great things so I encourage you to check it out realpresenceradio.com
0: so uh, what's it like to be back in the studio I just listened to you last week though (laughs) <laughs> it's like, I, right when you think you're gone, they
1: pull you back. I, I love it. You know, yeah. I, it's just so much fun. And, and as I was telling Heather last week, you know, the, the part that I miss the most is the stories. Um, yeah. and, and just being able to have conversations with people and, and hear their story and, and talk about the the power of prayer, different things like that. It's just, it's so much fun. And, uh, you know, it's nice. I can just hop in when, whenever they, they need me and um, also then carry out the mission of of battling pornography in our world too it's like the best of both worlds
0: yeah absolutely good for you that's fantastic i'm so glad so glad that that, um this is this is my first time so to have someone like yourself you know i feel so comfortable so i appreciate that
1: yeah oh it's pretty cool too because it's like i get to host with my uncle you know a lot of not a lot of people can say that so it's a lot of fun yeah
0: you know and, and i know that um um your wife and uh tonya and my wife cecile and when we get together um it's a really a, a Christ-filled time. I mean, it's really, uh, you know, we can get really spiritual, we can have a lot of fun, um, but it's it's really nice sharing the faith with, with you, Antonia. And again, I'm very appreciative to that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, beca- it becomes um, kind of a challenge sometimes, you know, when, when when the world is kind of, you know, pressing in uh, upon us and, and there's different challenges and different struggles. It's nice to know where the foundation lies uh, and that you can, you could connect with people in that foundation and know that, you know, if, if things get tough, if things, you know, I, we struggled for many years in our marriage and I know there were great people that we were able to talk to, to ask for prayers and, and know that they're going to pray for you is, uh, is really great. And so, you know, obviously we, we see that with you and, and, C, and, and, uh, we just, it's, it's so important I think in our lives to have those type of people who we can count on, um, uh, who we can, go-to for prayer, who we can go-to for for conversations, because, you know, um, it it can get really tough sometimes, and um, and we need those. We need those opportunities.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, March 11th was the midpoint of Lent this year. Yes. And um, I'm reading a reflection book each morning, and about a week into it, um, it reminded me at the end of the reflection, go back to the beginning when you thought what you were going to do for Lent, whether you're going to give something up or you can do something extra and just review your notes, review what you're thinking. Um, and then the next week it pushed us back. You know, it said, well, go back and think about it again. So I was thinking now with the yesterday being the midway through Lent, um, it's time to, I think to go back and say, okay, you know, what am I doing for Lent? And am I, am I struggling to do it? Am I, uh, am I, doing everything that I thought, which typically isn't the case, um, because it's all about trying. It's all about um, trying to be renewed and, and really focus on the journey toward Easter. And um, so I guess I take a look at the past years when I would, I typically would give something up, and, and that that's a good thing to do. Um, but when you think about with the pandemic, um, there's a lot of stuff that have been given up for us (laughs) so so let's try to do something a little bit extra um and so uh, i just think that you know at this time to reflect what can we do if we i get so excited for ash wednesday because this is a really time to really change my life and grow closer to jesus and then about halfway through i'm going i'm not really doing (laughs) so what i mean you you, do you experience that
1: yeah, yeah. I um, <clears throat> So I did uh, Exodus 90. I don't know if you've heard about oh, yeah. it. So I did Exodus 90. Uh, I, I'm not doing it this year, but I did it a couple of years in a row. And uh, what you were saying, they always kind of harkened back as you got further along in the 90 days of remember your why. You know, why did you set out to do this? <laughs> and it, it's really interesting because the further you get along, in some senses, the easier it gets to do the disciplines. But in some senses, it gets harder to keep that mindset of why you began this. And in those times, it becomes a good opportunity to return to why did I start this? You know, why am I being crazy enough to carry out these 90 days of intense, mm-hmm. you know, prayer and, and fraternity and, and, you know, fasting from all of these different things. And so I think it's really a great opportunity halfway through Lent to, to reset, you know, and, and maybe look at your heart, you know, why did you set out to do what you wanted to do? You know, if you gave up, I'll just use chocolate. Um, I, I, I'm sorry for the women out there that I'm picking on chocolate. I know mm-hmm. how important it is. Um, but, you know, if I give up chocolate because I eat too much chocolate, right, um, why, Why though? Why did I set out to do that? You know, did did I set it out because um, I can lose weight? Or did I set out to do it because, you know, it just seems like the right thing to do to give something up for Lent, well, that's, that's a good start, right? But ultimately, our, our Lenten journey should be one, as you were saying, that draws us closer. You know, so maybe if I gave up chocolate and I started with an original why, it's a good opportunity to go back and say, okay, is that a good intention of the heart for why I did that? Or is there something more here that the Lord is inviting me to? You know, maybe... Maybe it's not because I need to lose weight or because it's a good thing to do. Maybe this is a re, uh, an opportunity for me to offer up a, a prayer every time I have to deny myself a piece of chocolate for for my wife or for my family. You know, just kind of taking it to the next level uh, at at different points. And I think the halfway point is really a good a good place to just go back and and reflect on that. And maybe maybe the word here is purify, purify the intention, so that by the time we get to Easter, it's something that we can not only be proud of and thankful for, but it's something that has actually made a meaningful change in our life. And I
0: think it's a good time to review what exactly you're going to do. So for my example would be, um, we talked about this, was uh, let's just say that I was going to say four rosaries um, throughout Lent every single day. Yep. And I find myself um, as I get into the second week where I'm barely saying one, well, you know, at some point in time, I'm just, I'm just not going to be able to do it. So this is a time to say, okay, well, we got to re-up that. we got to recommit to that and, and, again, understand the why, right? And so, but it's also a time to say, well, you know what? I, you know, maybe I was a little too aggressive in this. I mean, yeah. my intentions are good. So instead of four, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say two. I don't think that there's any steadfast rule that says, hey, what you, what you say on Ash Wednesday, that's it. Man. Yeah. You can't do anything else. But why not you know, review it, see where you are, recommit to what you're doing chocolate for say, you know, that's, that's something that maybe add something to it to enhance it, to remind you what you're doing. Yeah. Or if, um, you know, you're, you're going to say four rosaries a day and it's just not happening. That's okay. Say one, yeah. you're saying a rosary, you know, if you, if you don't normally say a rosary on an ongoing basis, then you know, let's, let's recommit because you can recenter on that. And for the rest of the second half of Lent really, you know, really make an impact on your life and your, and your journey.
1: Yeah, I think sustainability is is really important because it goes back to why are you doing it? Are you doing it to grow closer to the Lord? Well, if you haven't had prayer in your life at all and you decide you all of a sudden want to say four rosaries, good luck, buddy. Yeah. I mean, you might succeed and that would be fantastic, but you know, maybe even start with like a decade a day and get really good at a decade. The the beautiful part uh, you know, my brother in law Steve. He talks about how you can work and build, and the the church's liturgical calendar is set up in that way, right? So you have Lent, and you can you can build that along the way, right? in your In your discipline, that by the time you're Easter, now you're you're consistently praying a decade a day. Okay, what do we have later on in the year, though? We have Advent. Another opportunity to to go into the desert, per se, to prepare for the coming of the Christ child. And so, there's there's these built-in opportunities to grow throughout the year. And so, don't take on more than you can handle. Start slow. Start small. And it's okay. But make those meaningful changes one at a time. And don't feel like you're failing if you can't pray a whole rosary a day. It's okay. At least you're doing something. At least you're placing yourself before the Lord.
0: I remember um, I really wasn't a rosary prayer. And one Lent, I, I told myself, I'm going to pray a rosary every day. And so every morning, I would start with a rosary. Well, that got me into the habit of, in a sense, of praying every day. So I pray every day. It, I learned the rosary more. I, the more I said it, the more I was able to um, really meditate upon the mysteries. I'm sure there are times when you kind of wander around, You a know, flashy object comes, and, and, but you're still saying that. Well, you're yeah. still praying. Um, and when it got to Easter, I felt so comfortable saying the rosary that it was more natural from that point on. But it wasn't until then. I just, but, and so what I'm saying is, is that you, that journey hopefully is intended to, to improve you and your spiritual life past Easter. So that time between Easter and, and, and Advent, um, yeah. you know, you're able to build on that or continue it.
1: And I like the word journey. Um, I use that word a lot in, in my work uh, because life is a journey, right? There's, it's full of hills, it's full of valleys. There's tough times, there's great times, and it's all a part of the whole experience of life. And so I want to encourage you too, that if you have been struggling in your Lenten penance so far, don't be too scrupulous. Right. You know, don't be too hard on yourself. I, ha- I took up a penance that is actually really difficult, um, and I have failed many times at it. And so I could tend towards, well, I'm not doing good at it. I haven't done, been able to do it every day. I might as well just give up on it. Or I could say, you know, this is a journey. And by the end of Lent, if I've been able to do this, let's say, say even half the time, if I'm not doing it now, that's growth. Mm-hmm. There's an opportunity there to connect with the Lord. So if you are falling short, if you are struggling, if you are saying, you know, what's the point? I just keep failing at this. Don't be so hard on yourself because we're fallen creatures, right? We, we sin every day, whether we like to or not. That's the beauty of the Lord's mercy is we can continue to get up and go to him. And just like with the Lenten penance, we can continue to get up. And and move forward day after day,
0: and so we have this Sunday is Latari Sunday.
1: Yes, rejoice, uh,
0: rejoice! So, what a great time to to you know just relax and and really rejoice on that Sunday, and it's also a good time to say, okay, you know, it's time time for uh, you know the home stretch, so to speak. You know, the last half Lent, let's get back to it, um, and I think that that's uh, the, the timing is obvious, and it, it's a great time, but. Um, it's also time to rejoice,
1: you know. Yeah. And I think we we can talk about that. We do have to head to a break here. Let's talk a little bit more about that after the break of the importance of of the gratefulness of the journey thus far as we head into the break. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a couple minutes here on Real Presence Live.
0: This is Real Presence Live where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. As a working mother, I was thrilled to learn about the University of Mary's new online Catholic-infused graduate programs that truly work around my schedule. University of Mary knows that choosing to continue your education at this point in life can be both challenging and rewarding. That's why we've created a robust portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online
1: programs to make choosing easy. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot L-I-F-E. My name is Father Gabriel Wauero from the Diocese of Delhi. I've been a priest for 12 years in the United States. I am very happy to be a priest. I have watched many people receive peace because of a priest. Many times I meet people in grief, I meet people who are suffering, I meet young people who have lost their way, and as a priest, through prayer, through sacraments, through counsel, I have seen the peace of the Lord in their hearts. I believe every one of us needs this peace, and as a priest, we are able to bring that peace of the Lord to to them, whether they are on their sick bed, whether they are grieving a loved one or whether they have been hurt by someone else. I love being a priest, and I think everyone, every young man out there, should consider becoming a priest to bring the same peace the world needs so much today.
0: was the time to stand up for life and dignity in Minnesota. Hello, this is Archbishop Bernard Hebda. Join Catholics across Minnesota for Catholics at the Capitol, April 15th at the Cathedral of St. Paul. Be formed in the faith, informed on issues impacting life and dignity and sent on mission to transform our state. We will celebrate Mass, hear from inspiring speakers and head to the Capitol in a Eucharistic procession before meeting with legislators. Get your tickets at CatholicsattheCapitol.org. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show.
1: We are back on Real Presence Live. Thanks for staying with us over the break. We're having a great discussion this morning on prayer, on Lent, and we're going to continue that. Now, I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by...
0: Good morning. I'm uh, I'm John Clark.
1: John Clark. Yep. And uh, John, before the break, we were talking about how this Sunday is Latare Sunday, and uh, it means rejoice. And I, I do want to revisit that for for a minute, because I think it's so important to remember that part of this journey is that we are joyful in our suffering, you know, and, and we are grateful for the things that the Lord has done for us throughout life, but then certainly even to the halfway point of, of Lent. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Most definitely,
1: and so I think it's really important to you know just remember that we are an Easter people, even in Lent, you know obviously we we have the season of Lent to prepare for for Easter the resurrection and, and we die to ourselves to to be able to have that newness of life you know when it when it comes to Easter, and I think sometimes it can get so challenging that you know I was talking about you know if we're struggling in our pen our penances and stuff um that that we can just kind of want to give in, right? But I think it's also important to remember that gratitude in the struggle can really be a key. And I think about, there was one time where I was doing Exodus 90, and one of the days, I can't remember what a day day it was, it said, a life lived in gratitude is a key to abundant freedom and great joy. And that really struck me. And so I was out doing chores that morning, and there was a vehicle in, in our shop, there, was, there were three rows of vehicles. My mother and father-in-law's motorhome was one of them, and there was a car in the middle. And so there really wasn't much space to move in between, and I had forgot that they had the step-out on the motorhome. <laughs> and I tripped over it, and I fell, and I hit my knee. And in that moment, I could have uttered something that I won't repeat on the air, because um, the FCC wouldn't like that, or I could have offered it to the Lord. And, and what I did was I said you know, thank you Lord for, for this opportunity to, to fall and be able to offer it back to you. And that was like one of the most powerful moments of that Exodus 90 and that, that I keep continue with today in that our struggles can be opportunities for joy and opportunities for gratitude and opportunities to offer prayer for another. And it just, it's something that seems counterintuitive, right? You stub your toe and, and something comes out of your mouth. But what if we could stub our toe and say, "Lord, thank you for the suffering. I offer it for this." Um, and you were telling me a little bit about something like that 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 you're doing.
0: Oh, um, what we were talking about just coming up coming, during a break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, just just a, a story that I I struggle with with Lent in that more often than not, and this is what made me think about it today, Brandon, because. The Halfway through, typically in the past years, everything I've planned pretty much falls aside. So what made me think this year might be a little bit different is, what if I had um, 40 days of different offerings? And so every morning when I get up, I have it programmed into my phone. It tells me which, what day, um, what, what my offering for the day. So it might be for uh, the universal church. It might be for the Pope. It might be for our president might be for our marriage. But every day there's something that I'm offering that day up. So my very first prayer of the morning is, um, you know, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Um, today I offer this, my day up for my children. And, uh, you know, please, and, and each day then there'll be either some different prayer or something. I might I might fast from something. Um, so I might have a holy hour for someone that I'll, I'll make an extra holy hour or I'll say an extra rosary or something to that effect. And what that does is it basically reminds me, hey, we're starting to new every single day. And so let's just say, for example, it's just kind of weird. But um, the other day, um, I offered the day up for my wife, Cecile. And, and I, th- there was no meaning behind it. I just, it was just one of the things I fasted. But I was only going to eat fruit that day. So that I, and I get up in the morning and I don't have fruit and I don't have fruit in the afternoon, and typically I don't have fruit at night. So, you know, banana, is that a fruit? (laughs) Because I've had that. But anyway, so the thing about it is, every time I was going to have a piece of fruit, I thought, this is for Cecile. This is, I'm offering the staff for for my wife. Um, Which really kept, you know, that forefront. Um, Another example would be um, for my daughter, and I I did an extra holy hour for her. I was so much more patient with her. Even even days afterwards, because I really um you know and 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 a patient with her and there's reasons behind that she's she suffers from autism to a, she's a high very high functioning mm-hmm. um but you know there's challenges and so it requires a lot of patience on our part and so just having that holy hour um and praying for that patience has really helped so it's something I'm doing a little bit differently. Every single day I offer something to someone different or something different. And um, not that every day I follow through with it, but it gives yeah. me an opportunity to start new every day. So, um, you know, that's, that's just something. And I was thinking about what you were saying about the chocolate example, again, it keeps sticking in my mind. And that is that, you know, starting every day with a prayer just to recommit. Here's what I plan to do for you today, Jesus. This is what I'm, I'm doing. And, and that kind of refreshes the fact that I'm really doing this. I rely on you. Um, I place all my troubles at the foot of the cross, and i i 'm going to let you help me through this day and and really achieve what, what my goals are and what i promised
1: yeah, and I really love what what Lent is, uh, and that is a personal journey, right so we could have struggles with the people around us, um, but that 's not necessarily going to change anything unless we ourselves are open to the lord 's grace and willing to change ourselves right because we can 't change others, but we can open ourselves up to to healing if there's wounds we can open ourselves up to opportunities to grow in patience and opportunities to be more loving and you know it's it's a great thing to to think about you know how can lent be a gift for others for me to be as i make it myself a gift you know and and i think part of that is just little things little sacrifices like you're saying you know uh you know, Ken Yazinski, He's a Catholic speaker. He he was at a new evangelization conference. Oh, gosh, this must have been two, three or four years ago. Um, the Diocese of Fargo uh, hosted it at Shanley High School. And one of the things he was saying, one one of the things that he talks about is, you know, how can you love others? You can love others by doing the next loving thing. And the next loving thing can be something as simple as seeing that the garbage needs to be taken out and taking it out, so your wife doesn't have to do it. Or if your wife, who's you know seven months pregnant, drops something on the ground, you get up to get it before she even asks. And I think these are great opportunities to say, "How can I love somebody in my life in a meaningful way through this act of sacrifice?" You know, and I think
0: that that the journey is is inner. It's an it's an inner journey. You're trying to grow closer to it, but you don't. You don't necessarily have to do it alone. And I know that you're involved in uh, in uh, Covenant Eyes, yep, and um, and the the tools that you provide or that Covenant Eyes provides can really be uh, can enhance and really help you. So if it's something that you really want to do, um, grow closer to to God with the help of the tools that are out there,
1: right? yeah. Well, you know, Covenant Eyes is really based on accountability, right? We have software, but if you put the software on your phone, uh, but you don't have a, a person who can journey with you on the road to freedom if you're struggling with, with pornography, it's not really going to do a lot. I mean, you might have the willpower for a little bit, but what we've seen time and time again is it just, it's a struggle if you don't have somebody walking with you. You know that that idea from Proverbs 27, iron sharpens iron, man sharpens man. Um, you and I are in both in men's groups. You know, there, there's that accountability that even if it's not like, you know, the, the idea of, of going to confession, you know, and, and having perfect contrition, uh, you know, even if it's not that, it's something to, to get us started and to get going. And um, it's interesting that you, you brought up Covenant Eyes because Sunday uh, is the Isletary Sunday Rejoice, and it's actually 21 days from from Easter Sunday. So if you start uh, a program, which I'll talk about in a minute, on this coming Sunday, it will be done on, on Holy Saturday. And what is this program? It, it's Strive 21. It's for men who are struggling with pornography. Um, for women out there, I do know that there is a struggle as well. So we have an an ebook available on our website, com called New Fruit. Um, I highly encourage you to check it out. But Strive is 21 days where you can sign up now and today you can begin receiving emails that walk you through the journey of beginning to break free of pornography. So how cool would it be that if you've struggled with pornography, you can start on Sunday, you can start tomorrow, you can start today, and you can go 21 days heading into Easter with with freedom from that. Not not to say that 21 days is the complete fix. It's not. It's just a beginning. But how cool would it be to take that first step?
0: And it... it... It's it's um, twenty one days is significant. It takes about three weeks to really establish a new habit. I'm reading a book by Matthew Kelly um, that uh, that Father Dukesher sure bought for all the parishioners at, at Saint Santa Joachim. and um, it talks about hey, listen, just in order to start a, pr- a prayer life, if you want to you need to do this, and he explains why. But it's important to do it for twenty one days. Don't give up because after that twenty one days. Um, it makes it just that much easier. you you've you breaking the chains in a sense. Yeah,
1: it propels you forward. You know, and, and some of the comments we see from guys are like, this is the first time in 21 days that I have not looked at pornography, the 21-day stretch. And and again, it's not the fix-all, but it is a great start. Um, and so if you haven't done anything or you are really struggling and, and purity is a major issue, I highly encourage you to look at strife21.com. It's free. It walks you through every, every day going through different things. Um, and so it could be really great. And uh, as we head into Sunday, you know, we're, we got a break here coming up. But uh, as we head into Sunday, rejoice. Rejoice for the journey thus far. And, and if you have been struggling, recommit because it's going to be great.
0: So important. It's every,
1: every day is a new day,
0: you know. So you can, you can start new every single day. This is just an opportunity to, to look back over the last two weeks
1: exactly so we are going to head to a top of the hour break but don't worry we have another great hour to come on real presence live including setting a time setting a time aside for god we've talked a little bit about about prayer we'll give you a specific opportunity to do just that this and much more when we return on real presence live right after the break stay with us